Greetings, Carl here. So I, I want to talk about an experience I, I just had. And it, I may be sort of flailing a little bit because I'm going to try and describe for you what goes on in my body, I like sort of physically, when something arises about money. And I, I'm really um, hesitant is not quite the word. I'm, I'm uh, hesitant, nervous to, to talk about this because it's so fresh and it's a little, um, I don't know what the right word is. It's, a, it's embarrassing. It's a little scary to, to share this with a few of my friends. So promise me that you won't tell anyone. <laughs> so the details aren't important at all. And you know me well enough to know that I would go into the details if they were important. The details aren't important at all. But my wife was working on something financially this morning, sort of making some plans for something. And I had spent yesterday evening doing something similar, right? We were, we were looking at different, they were different things. Mine was related to one thing and hers was, was related to something else. Um, but, and again, the details don't matter. I'm not even trying to hide them. The reason I'm not going into them is I don't want you to be distracted because here's the point. Um, there was conflict around which direction to go. There was conflict around priorities. And when I use the word conflict, I mean it just sort of in a kind of a, uh, well, at least first. I, I mean it in just sort of like a textbook, you know, a sort of dictionary definition, right? There, there was differences. There was conflict. These two things sort of ran into each other, this, these two different viewpoints. And I'm going to go so far as to say these two stories. I had a story and she had a story. And again, I feel like I'm doing, I'm waffling a bit, doing a lot of disclaimers here, but it's just so important for you to understand. I'm not even, I'm not making any claim about whether, who was right or who was wrong, or even more importantly, whether there was a right or wrong, because they're really, as far as I can see, there, there wasn't. What I want to talk about is what happens physically, because I, I, I'm, I've been paying attention to this for like a solid five years. I mean, I've been thinking about it for a, a decade, maybe two, but I've been really, really trying to get better at, at recognizing sort of the, the embodiment of these financial stories and what they feel like, and especially what they feel like when they bump up against somebody else's story that is just as true and just as valid. And for some reason, there's you know, sort of conflict or energy there. And so I, because I, I, I was, as I was walking to the studio, I was thinking, I mean, it was, you know, it had just happened when I left the house. We, we just had this conversation and it ended fine, right? There was no, there was no real, there was no fight. Um, but I, I, I was mad. I, re, I was thinking about recording this and I was thinking like, I am feeling, <laughs> oh, I am feeling ticked. I'm feeling mad. I'm feeling misunderstood, you know, but I, I, you know, that's, it's only been 15 minutes and that's already settled, which points to one of the primary rules around talking about money. And that is the timeout rule, right? Like when you start to feel, and I, and I think, ah, what I'm trying to point out today really is the embodiment of the story. 
right? Like the, the thing I'm trying to point to is like, how does it feel? Recognize those feelings. Here's some questions that I, uh, that somebody asked me, I can't remember who that helped me. Like if, you know, how are you feeling right now? Like if you could pause in the middle of those conversations about money, especially ones that get heated where there's a little bit, you know, like, and many conversations about money because they're charged, right? Emotionally charged through kind of dreams and goals, fears and worries. Like they're, they're, they're not about, they're not about spreadsheets. They're about deep fears and deep, you know, dreams of the future. Like they're emotionally charged because they're emotionally charged. There's often going to be conflict, and, and when you feel that conflict, if you can just, and I'm speaking to myself, like 17 fingers pointed back at me, like if I can just learn to pause and go, okay, notice how you're feeling. I can notice how you're feeling. And, and if that feeling, just, just the act of noticing it, just the act of noticing it seems to allow it to dissipate a little. Like it seems to lower the emotional charge, just simply the act of noticing with no intention, just simply the act of noticing seems to, you know, if you think of like a snow globe, right? Like, you remember those little snow globes, you shake them up and the, 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 the snow's flying everywhere. And if you keep shaking, the snow keeps flying. But if you just set it down, and I think that's like the act of noticing is setting the snow globe down. As soon as you set it down, the snow starts to settle a bit. Right? If you're in the middle of shaking it up, <laughs> you can't see clearly. You can't have a good discussion. If you can notice, wow, I'm feeling shook up, like the snow globe. I'm feeling shook up right now. Probably the, the results of this conversation are probably not going to be a word like clarity. <laughs> if the snow globe's completely shook up, you're probably not going to... If you look back on the experiences where you've had conversations and you've proceeded and you've pushed through and you've forced conversations when the snow globe was shook up, I don't think you would use the word clarity to describe the outcome, right? Um, at least my experience is, is, is the opposite, lack of clarity, maybe even a little anger, maybe some frustration, and then maybe I say something I didn't mean and that I end up coming back and apologizing for, right? So here are some things, some questions that somebody taught me. Right. Um, and if I could remember who I would tell you, and I can't remember who. Uh, and I believe it was when I was young, right? Like I've, I've been to lots of therapists when I started when I was like really young. And, and my parent, I was eight years old when my parents got divorced. And I, I, I met a child psychologist that's remained a friend, right? For what's that now going on 40 years? Maybe it was him. So here's a question. Um, and I love this one. Like if you were like that feel, how are you feeling right now is the question. How are you feeling right now? And, and one way to get deeper at it, deeper, like getting more context around it is to ask a color, right? Like if it were a color, what would it be? I love that question. If it were a color, the way you're feeling right now, if it were color, what would it be? And if you had to, you know, and if you can put a word to it then, like if you get to the point where you can be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm scared, or I'm mad, 
right? I love the scale too, right? Like, well, Matt, if you had to rank how mad you are on a scale from one to 10, and I just recently heard this, I don't know if it was Tim Ferriss or who, but somebody else said on a scale of one to 10, you can't use seven. <laughs> and I love that because it forces you to go like, seven's just sort of like, yeah, seven. But eight means something different in our minds at seven, right? And six clearly means something different. So, so yeah, if, if, if you can put a name on it, like, oh, it's color. And then you get to the point where you're like, oh, I'm feeling angry. And then a scale is nice, you know, and of course this one goes to 11, <laughs> name that film. So I, I guess all I'm trying to point out is I just had this experience and it went better. It went better than it's ever gone before where I noticed the feeling I didn't even have to call, you know, officially call time out. If you follow my work on the how to talk about money, if you haven't seen this, just Google a guide to talking about money, New York Times. You'll see the guide we wrote there, the guide I wrote there. Um, yeah, one of the one of the rules in the guide is the the timeout rule. I didn't even have to officially use the rule. We just I just noticed was able to allow it, the snow to settle a little bit, continue the conversation, make my point really clear. I felt like I listened, maybe, I don't know, to the other side. And then it didn't end in a big blow up. And, and I think, uh, like I don't need any congratulatory emails. That's not what I'm after. What I'm after is just like, have you noticed that? Have you noticed how you feel? Like I'm so fascinated with the charge, the embodiment I think that's such a great word, right? The embodiment, and it, I, I, there, there's there's research about that energy, that energy being stored physically, stress being stored physically that needs to be unwound. The embodiment of that charge is so fascinating to me, and I think if we can get to notice it a little more often, we can start to feel. We can even get like we'll get upstream a bit of it, even like before we get, we can go. Oh, I can feel that. Right, this is going okay. Do I need to pause here? Like, do I have enough energy to continue? Can I let the snow settle? Or do I need to go on a walk to let the snow and the snow globe settle? Right? So, gosh, I hope that's helpful. It's just me trying to process an experience I just noticed in the world. And I thought I would do it publicly with a few of my friends. Again, I'm slightly in, uh, you know what? After talking about it, it's not all that embarrassing anymore, which is a whole nother lesson. But like I said, don't share it with anybody. Um, I need to hear from you, by the way, as we wrap this one up. Um, I, I'm, there's a bunch of reasons I'm doing this. Mainly it's for me. I'm trying to notice something in the world every day and, and process it. And I figured I'd, I process things verbally. So I thought, well, geez, I'll just record it and share it. Um, but I'd like to hear from you. you know, where are you finding this? Uh, just drop me a quick note. I'm not asking you like to do reviews or to share it with a friend or in fact I'm telling you the opposite don't tell anyone but I'm curious like where did you find it what are you finding helpful shoot me an email I, I read them all like those of you who have sent emails know you get a response I mean I try to respond to them all but I think so far I'm batting a thousand I think I've responded to all of them um, but I definitely read them all and it makes the work a lot better but it's also just helpful for me here I'm actually asking you for a favor just fire up your little email system, type hello at behavior gap no, with no U, behavior spelled the American way. Hello at behavior gap in the, in the address line and put podcast in the subject and just write a, a, a note. 
Where did you find it? What are you enjoying? Any feedback, particularly about this embodiment of your financial story? I'd love to hear about that. Cool. Talk to you soon. Bye.